Right, so hopefully, hopefully we've all become more aware of what we say and that um, our words are very powerful and we've got to use them properly. And this book has been teaching us, we're 230 pages in, and hopefully we're all a little bit sensitive about what we say and the implications of it. So today, uh, they're switching, I think, to listening. So it's one thing is speaking, but one is hearing it. So it's, it's interesting. <coughs> so when listening is lowly, not only is speaking Lushan Hora a lowly act, not befitting the divine image in which man was created, but to listen as someone else speaks Lushan Hora is lowly as well. The Laura states, Law, Tisa, Shema, Shiva, Shiva, do not accept a false report. The Chofetz Chaim is apparently of the opinion that merely paying attention to Lushan Hora being spoken constitutes giving it to some degree of credence. And, it, and is in violation of this prohibition. Just as it is wrong to select the shortcomings of others as subject matter for one's own speech, so too is it wrong for one to focus his attention on negativity being expressed by others. Just as it is wrong to cause harm to others by way of speech, so too is it wrong to serve as a listener as potentially harmful information is being conveyed. In short, derogatory or harmful speech should never earn one's attention. I don't know how much has been covered over here about you know, speaking, obviously you speak Loshanah, but listening to Loshanah is equally as, because you, you're adding fuel, you're giving the, the, an audience. The other side is um, the need to talk. People find themselves inclined towards melancholy, feel a need to speak freely to others and are understandably afraid to focus themselves, fo afraid to focus themselves on developing the quality of silence. This Should this be the case, one should at least accustom himself to not speak about others, whoever they might be. His friendly conversation should focus on matters of interest and not on people, and not on people of interest. When he does find it necessary to discuss others, he should be as brief as possible. I've heard it said regarding the great Torah genius Rabbi Raphael of Hamburg, that he resigned his post as a rabbi four years prior to, to passing. From that time on, he would ask of those who visited him that as long as they were within the confines of his home, they should not speak about other people. I have also heard regarding another leader of his generation that he was exceedingly careful never to discuss others. Certainly one must be careful not to discuss a storekeeper with his competitor, nor craftsman with other members of his craft. Such conversations often lead to Lushan Hora, especially when the storekeepers or craftsmen are known to bear ill towards one another. This restriction applies not only to singing the storekeeper's praises, regarding which our sages warned, one should never speak the praises of his fellow excessively, for praise will inevitably lead to criticism. One should refrain entirely from discussing an individual with that, with, with that person's competitor, for the listener will quite possibly steer the conversation in a direction that will allow him to vent his negative feelings. If one finds it absolutely necessary to engage in such discussion for some constructive purpose, he should keep the conversation as brief as possible, otherwise it will inevitably lead to Lushan Hara. I'll do the two stories, just to make sure you turn the page. 
we mentioned before that the Torah says tzedek tzedek tildof. We're talking about the mida of of tzedek, the honesty that you should love. And we're going. We're back with uh, uh, Rabbi Kamenetsky um, with uh, with just a couple of beautiful stories. Um, he, he, somebody came to him, uh, you know, and, and, and asked him for a, a letter that he should uh, sign, that he knows this bahor, and you know, give him a letter of recommendation. So he actually did, and uh, you know, a couple of days later, he um, uh, he was getting a uh, he, uh, he he actually says come to uh, come to New York because he was he was already older and he was staying in Muncie. So he says come to New York, and I'm going to I'm going to write you a letter because my letterhead has my New York address, and I'm in Muncie, and I don't want to write the letter here. Okay, <laughs> two days later, three days later, so the family says your granddaughter is is is. It's it's time to give her a shidduch. We have we thinking of this this young guy. We want you to to give him latzah to give. A, he says he says I'm sorry I can't because I already promised I'm going to write for him for somebody else. It's his own granddaughter. Doesn't matter how great this kid was. He says I'm sorry. This this is one this is one thing. This the other, the other two stories. He says that they said that they said about him that he he was he, he was one of the the litaim the. Uh, the Litviks, I guess you call it, right? Litvik? Litvaks, Litvaks. He says that he, 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 was, he was obviously a giant, and he says, but he did two, he had two minhagim that were, that it's, which, which were Hasidic minhagim. The, the, the regular Ashkenaz, you know, say so they said one of the minhagim that he had, that in Petzah, he did not eat matzah shuya, matzah that you put in the soup or whatever, which the Hasidic. Huh? Right, okay, so he said he, they didn't eat that. Okay, and the other thing that he did was, which was not a, 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 a regular Ashkenazi minhag, is he put a feeling of Rabbeinu Tam, you know. So, so they asked him. He said, "What well, gives?" You know, because when he was, they asked him. So he says, "One time, he says, when I was a young man, this was in the old country. I was invited to a house for uh, a pe- for Pesach to eat, because a lot of times, a lot of those people when they went to yeshiva, different families would feed them." So he, he went to a house to eat, and she, she made, the lady made a cake, you know, but there, it wasn't the problem with the cake. He, he wasn't 100% sure about the kitchen. So in, not to insult her, he says, no, no, my, our, our minhag is not to eat matzah shuya. That's what they call it. So he says, so from that, and she, and she understood. She said, oh, that's fine, yeah, I understand. So he says, from that day on, for the last 70 years or whatever it is, I I've ne- I've, have not touched matzah shuya. That's 70 years he hasn't touched. And... Right. And then the other one was, the other one was, is when he was, uh, when he was, uh, uh, he, you know, he, he was, he was a of, of, uh, of uh, Tova Dan. They, they asked him, they said to him, you know, uh, how come, uh, why, it's not the minhag of Ashkenaz, because uh, to put tefillin uh, of, uh, of uh, Rabbeinu Tam. So he says when he was hired, you know, uh, uh, he, he, he said when he was hired at the yeshiva, this was 50 years ago, he's like, he was 20-something when he was hired, so they asked him, he says that there was Siha, the, the rabbi who hired him, Shraga uh, Faiver Mendovich, he asked him to make... I have 10 seconds left in my Hebrew birthday, I want to give everybody a bracha, to have health, happiness, and good year, oh, man. and devotion to the synagogue, oh, man. have a great Rosh Hashanah, and keep it together in all holidays. Oh, Amen. Oh, Amen. Happy New Year. Health and happiness to you as well. So, so he's just, just uh, this last story, so he says, so the, the, he talked to the Rabbi Mantovich, and, and he asked him to be the head of the Rosh Hashiva. 
So he said, and he, he talked about the feeling of Rabbeinu Tam. So Abiyakov Kavetsky says in that by the Litvaks, they don't put uh, 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 Rabbeinu Tam. So he says, yeah, but Hafez Haim was the Litvak, and he used to be in his older age, he put Rabbeinu Tam. He, so he says to him, when I get to be 90 years old, like the Hafez Haim, I'll put Rabbeinu Tam. So on his 90th birthday, he started putting Rabbeinu Tam filling. Okay, until he was 95 years old. To show you how you have to stick. A person sticks to his word. Can you imagine? Sticks to his word. That's why, he did, that's why they're great people. I'm surprised you eat the chicken, not the cake. Trusted the chicken? I, well, I'm just saying, I don't know what they he They all knew the show. Please.